0: So, we're talking about Bad Batch. You're listening to Phantom Fair, by the way. Um, oh, wow. No way. Wow. Phantom Fair? Phantom Fair? Phantom Fair. With F- Sam. And Midge.
1: And Sean. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I know. We were supposed to say each other's names. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't realize I had done that,
2: that episode, where I went, I'm Midge. Let me enjoy looking at each other. Absolutely like, Midge? And also, uh, look, that's five minutes to
0: oh, say wait. the thing. Oh, well, you're listening to 90.3 WFMU up of Upper Montclair with Phantom Fair. Hi, hi. We're talking about Bad Batch. This is your ASMR. I'm about to say, why are we ASMRing right now? What's you're that you're about? Listening ba-
1: you're listening to. us going to Bad Batch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 what did you do? Know? I, I I hit the I tapped the pop filter.
2: Uh, we didn't. No, 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 we didn't. Um, no, no, we didn't. Um, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Anyway. It is your turn. It's
0: my turn. <laughs> we, we,
1: turn. Now we okay. let the defense speak.
2: Okay. So I'll <laughs> just, uh, yes, it's me the defense. Uh, before I speak, I'm going to outline which episodes I used. Um, so I took a look at The Hidden Enemy, which is episode 16 of season 1, Sent Spy, season 2, episode 4, Deserter, season 2, episode 10, The Umbara Arc, which is multiple episodes, uh, se- uh, season 4, episodes 8 to 10, um, Temple farming Arc, which is season five episode specifically episode 18 to 20 because the first episode has nothing to do with it really the chip arc is season six episodes one through three and then i did i was gonna look at the final arc and it was specifically going to be the uh final moments of episode 11 of season seven but actually it did not give me the information i wanted so i didn't use that uh anyway um, so, I think I mentioned stuff earlier about sort of like the loyalty between the clones and specifically like um, pff, blah, 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 blah. Rex, specifically what he said, because he is essentially the clone protagonist of the Clone Wars, if we're going to be obvious about this. Yeah. Yeah, he is the number one clone you're going to look for. Even Cody, who we knew from like the original prequels, uh, does not get as much spotlight as Rex does. I am excited. For season to two. Cody yes in me too. Season I two. miss him with <laughs> crosshair with crosshair um anyway so right I'm just gonna sort of go in line with what I because it is also technically in chronological order of uh what I went through so yeah so in the first um in the first uh, episode I looked at season 16 uh, episode season one of episode episode 16. Uh, every time I did notes, I I who was the traitor and who was the betrayed. So the traitor there is Slick, and I was like, God, could I be more obvious? with this guy's name? Are you kidding me? Slick, Slick, and then the betrayed was the five hundred first and the two hundred twelfth because in early in that episode, we have um their uh their position is uh exposed, but and the separatist drones come in and they essentially make them retreat. So afterwards, um. Uh, Cody, Rex, Anakin and everyone are like, "Whoa, uh, we must have a traitor. And then of course Rex of course Anakin and Obi-Wan have to leave at that exact moment to go fi- go look in their lines. But that's the point. So they go, they see that there's a guy outside like, oh my God, who was that And then they um, then they go to this uh, Slick's um, squads quarters and they talk to everyone there. And so I'm just gonna say some quotes that are specifically from Slick. So one quote is from, is, uh, all of you just blindly following orders, for what? At least I got something out of all of this suffering. And then, it's like, uh, Rex eventually, like, um, accuses them for doing it for money, and he was offered money by Ventress, but he was offered something more important, something that he says that Rex and Cody wouldn't understand. Freedom. Which I think kind of very much corresponds to what Crosshair is kind of going yeah, for Yeah, I was gonna say, like... I don't even
0: think that Crosshair's really looking for freedom. For freedom He's but looking he, for a place to belong. Yeah. I think we're talking about this, like, two weeks ago when we were walking uh, home. Yes. Um, Crosshair's looking for somewhere to belong. And like I said uh, prior, it is more so that he was not... It, it was kind of like a force of the hands. Like, well, I might as well stay with the people who seem to want me. Yeah. and Compared to the people who don't want me. So I think it is more so... Less of a freedom thing and more of a... I'm looking for, like, because now we're, like, post-Republic, and I think a, a, a big theme of season one was yeah. finding out who you are. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get into, like, a lot of that when I
2: talk about the Deserter episode.
0: And I, I think Crosshair's just, like, his thing, like, that, that's just the thing with all the Batches. They're trying to find out who they are as people Um, post-Republic. And Crosshair, he, he what what's familiar to him yeah. is the uh,
2: military industrial complex. Right. So he just goes with another one. Yeah, okay. So, uh, the out yeah. so next what I have, I believe from Slick is only a Jedi would ask that. It's the Jedi who keep my brothers enslaved. We do your bidding, we serve at your whim. I just wanted something more. Like a purpose. You know like a purpose? <laughs> yeah, like like
0: I, I I'm not, I'm just gonna wind up repeating my points. Yeah. Like I I think even with the batch they're trying to find their purpose and so they become guns for hire, which is as similar as they can be to um, the military. But, like, once again, like, kind of talking about how the Bachelor aren't great people, they like, they're doing this for money. Like, yeah. they're not really helping people. And then when they do help, they're doing more harm than they are good. Yeah, okay. So, and
2: then Rex, uh, I believe that's at, like, the end of the episode. They have, like, slick, re- they have slick arrested and they're talking with him. And this is, like, I think the only time that any of the traitors get to explain themselves except for Barris in the Temple bombing arc when they ask for her reasoning in, like, the in the court case. So Rex says that uh what Slick did put the rest of them at risk, but Slick says that he loves his brothers that Rex is too blind to see that Slick was striking a blow for all clones and I lo- and i I love this episode just for like how parallel it is like Rex takes on that mentality especially after the episode cut like of protecting his brothers and being able to not follow orders if it is for the good of his brothers, the people he cares about mm-hmm. Okay, now said spy, which is actually, the the notes in that was actually kind of um, pretty useless. But the important thing here is that Padme only agrees to spy on Clovis after she learns that he is conspiring with the Separatists. Because I've noticed, especially throughout all of these watches, is that the Republic has a single-minded focus on the Separatists. Like, every time someone is a traitor, even if they think of, like, oh my god, you're a Separatist. I know they're at war, but they never look inward. Well, like, like I said before, like that, I got the message
0: from Joe. Yes. It is very much reminiscent of the Red Scare. Yeah. Where it is, you are, you know, you are a communist. You're this. You're the separatist. You are a traitor to the entire belief system, doesn't matter what. Doesn't matter what the belief system is. You are the
2: traitor, thus you are the enemy. Right. So, and then there's The Deserter, which I think was my favorite wash, watch out of everything I did because it was the one made, that made me the least sad. <laughs> because the last episode, um, from Umbara on, I was so sad the entire time. Okay, so, uh, it's just, I love the the conversations Rex and Cut have during this episode, so I'm gonna definitely quote the entire thing, I'm sorry. So, Rex is, like, so angry when he calls Cut a dessert. It's, like, with such a vitriol in his voice, and, like, how Rex is, like, still in this moment of being a soldier and following orders. And, yeah. So, uh, uh, especially like a moment that, when they first actually meet each other. Also, the fact that, um, Begin when they first come into Laquan's um, farm. Sue treats them very hostil- hostilely hostily at first, like she has uh, a blaster pointing at them, a blaster rifle pointing at them. Because I'm just like, hmm, perhaps her husband told her about how you know maybe the Republic is looking for him. Might be like I for think him. that was one
0: of the darker parts of that we see of the Republic. Yeah, in that episode. Yeah, where it is like you know.
2: But eventually, Sue does allow them to go into the barn, and she does give them food, but I feel like also she's, like, a bit on edge the entire time. Because it seems like, you know, it's clear that the public only sees them as
0: property. Yes, okay, but like,
2: I talk about it a lot when I talk about the ship bar, because they treat fives and tubs specifically like property. It just makes me so icky.
0: Yeah, they, they treat them like property, but, like like, I don't think the Clone Wars as a republic propaganda likes to portray that No. they're like oh look the the jedi humanize and they teach them how to free think yeah but they're at the end of the day they're still very much in as property right. even within um you know bad batches like oh the property is no longer
2: uh cooperating kill it right so here's a cut here's a quote from cut well i quote i well i like to think i'm merely exercising my freedom to choose choose not to kill for a living that same freedom that slick wanted Mm. Yep. Okay, and then here's a quote oh. from Rex. That is not your choice to make. You swore an oath to the Republic. You have a duty. And then cut rebuttals with his duties to his family, not the Gar, not the Galactic Army, the Republic. He asks if that counts or if Rex plans to turn him in. Uh, Rex asks if he has a choice. I mean, obviously, he's, like, super angry, like, the entire time. Uh, <laughs> well, he was forced to make the oath. Yeah. You really think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they were all forced to make the oath. There was nothing in their minds that thought to them to not make the oath. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rex, like, s- I love Rex enough to he like, snarks to Cut about having a name after Cut asks for his number, because that's how, originally, Rex, like, kind of be, like, what's your name, number, and rank, and he's, like, Cut's, like, my name is Cut, I'm a farmer. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, Cut's, like, super wel- welcoming, and I really love that, because even if Rex is being super aggressive during the entire thing, it's, like, something wants to imprint on his children, he's, like, we never turn away those in need, do we? Which is something that, uh, the Bad Batch didn't Did. do for their brother <laughs>
0: uh, i think there's like well there's this line in season seven i think rex says it and he's yeah. like you know he's like we were born for this war a war that we didn't he's like what do you ask for what do we ask for but we wouldn't be alive if the war never happened right it's, it's
2: just this hard thing You're like you don't want the war to be happening okay yeah and then there's this whole conversation that's between rex and cut and I think it is, uh, yeah, uh, Cut speaks first. So it's, uh, Cut says, Yes, well, you and I may be clones, but we're still individuals. You have a name rather than a number, Captain. Why is that? Rex says, Perhaps our leaders feel it is a more efficient way of distinguishing us. More efficient than a number? Hmm. I doubt the Kaminoans think that way. So a name has to make you feel unique, especially in an army where everyone looks like you and talks like you. Actually, I've never really thought about it. Yes, you have. How would you know? Because I'm as close to you as any life form can be. I've seen how you look at my family, our home. Come on, Rex. Admit it. You've thought about what your life could look like if you were also you were also to leave the army. Choose the life you want. What if I'm choosing the life I want? What if I'm staying in the army because it's meaningful to me? And how is it meaningful? Because I'm part of the most pivotal moment in the history of the Republic. If we fail, then our children, and their children, could be forced to live under an evil I can't well imagine. If you were to have children, of course... But that wouldn't be against the rules, wouldn't it? it? Isn't that what somebody programmed you to believe, Captain? No cut. It's simply what I believe. It doesn't matter if it's my children or other people's children. Does that mean your your approval? Perfectly. To each his own. That's what I always say. It means you can do anything with your life that you want to. Which I love that conversation. Like I was like pausing it to get all the words down. I was like, that's that, a really good. That conversation. is a good little chunk of dialogue, and I love how Dee Bradley Baker's just talking to himself. I know. And then uh, this is another bit I think from Cut. It's, it's the day I felt my life didn't have any meaning, which he's talking about when he, uh, it was after genosis, and his squad was in a, a transport, and they got caught between two Separatist ships. They got, they got uh, crashed, and then the Separatists were just picking them off, mm. so it's the day he felt that his life didn't ma- have any meaning. Everyone I cared about, my team, was gone. I was just another expendable clone waiting for my turn to be slaughtered in a war that made no sense to me. Slick must have felt similar. Because that that was very much. I had just watched the Slick episode, so I'm like, I was thinking a lot about Slick. I feel like The Deserter might be the most important episode, considering the so called traitors, because, like, Rex and Cut, conversation, pre amount. It's just, to me, it's so important, especially between clones.
0: Yeah, like, I think that goes more more in defense of the batch. Yeah. Definitely. Where it's like, oh, like, well, we're just trying to find. Our our way in the the yeah. galaxy, and like you know, we don't want to be part of something that is, you know, it is simultaneously they don't want to be part of the evil empire, but they're still trying to live out that glory of yeah the Repu- of the they're republic. They're still
2: trying to be republic soldiers, but there's no more republic
0: because it's all they know.
2: Yeah, they never. That is what Re- I feel like. That's what really what Rex is talking about. Like the rebellion gave him a purpose after the republic, because like
0: uh, up until that point. You know, they're, that's all they've known, yeah. so now they're thrust into this new world. It's and like, what do do? <laughs> Crosshair just picks what's, well, I, one, forced to pick what's yeah. familiar, and two, I think it was like, well, at least the Empire wants me, Yeah.
2: because you guys clearly don't. And then they don't want him anymore.
0: And then they don't want him anymore, and then the Bachelor's like, well, I guess you could come, bro.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to see how Crosshair like kind of deals with that. I
0: want Crosshair season, that's it. I why just a crosshair season?
1: <laughs> the crosshair show. Crosshair
0: I, show. I, I, I mean we have Andor. We can't we have crosshairs? Sean, 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 Sean. It's called the good badge. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We okay. get it. You don't so. like tech. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no, no, no. I'm very mad at Hunter right now. Also
1: Have uh, the tables have turned. Tables. I wanna
0: say something real quick. Because yes, I forgot ma'am. to put that in my notes before. Echo for someone who was supposedly oh. felt abandoned by his team is real quiet oh, real about quiet. crosshair. You know, someone who probably is also dealing with abandonment issues should be a little more loud for the man who was abandoned. I feel like that's
2: why he was quiet. The showrunners didn't want him to talk. (laughs) (laughs) They silenced him. Silence,
0: echo. You cannot defend our morally black character. But he's not morally black Dave Filoni. He's very morally
2: gray. Yeah. Bara arc and in parentheses, next to Bara arc about oh god because <laughs> the second time I've rewatched it I think within two months. Um, so pain. The, yeah, it was just pain. So the Bara arc is a real masterclass in karmic backlash. Crow treats the clones with disrespect; they disrespect him right back. He puts Jesse and Fizz in the brig. He gets put in two, Either way, so like every time that a clone specifically Rex objects to anything Crow says, he immediately accuses them of accusing of questioning orders. And I wrote here, which essentially a paraphrase: a smart clone is a loyal clone, is a clone who doesn't question orders. That is Krell's sort of philosophy with clones, especially since he, above everyone we've seen, since Cam and Owens, treats the clones like they are simply objects, ch- pawns on a chessboard to move around to fling away whenever he wants because he does not consider them actual humans. Mm-hmm. So, and then here is, I believe, this is a conversation between Fives and Rex. They also have really good conversations in this arc. This is, uh, so, um, Five says, this is about more than following orders. Rex then says, it is. It's about honor. Where is the honor in marching blindly to our deaths? It is not our call. We are part of something larger. We are not independent of one another. I'm sorry. I cannot just follow orders when I know they're wrong. Especially when lives are at stake. You will if you support the system we fight for. I do. I do support it. I do. But I am not just another number. None of us are. Which I think is really interesting because Five has been apart from the 501st for a while at this point, because he's an ARC trooper now, like Umbar is when he comes I, back to the 501st. To I think fa- I think
0: being an ARC trooper kind of grants you a little more freedom for sure than a lot of the other ones because, um, like I said before, ARC troopers are above rank, everyone, uh, above, yeah. above a rank system, yeah. So they're allowed to move a little more freely throughout. So I think that like that one distinguishes you above the other clones, and two, since you are allowed to move with a little more freedom, yeah. even rank wise. It gives you a little more of a
2: personality. Free thinking. Yeah. As say said, I think. Then I think this is something between. I think this is Krell, Rex, and Fives. Yes. So Krell says it seems that seems this is after uh the blowing up the supply ship. So Hardcase is dead. And uh, Krell calls. Jesse and Fives up to the tower to see him. Rex comes along. He didn't call for Rex. He just called for Fives and Jesse. Uh, So Krell says, It seems they have accomplished a very brave act. Unfortunately, they've also committed a serious crime by directly disobeying my order. Rex then says, With all due respect, sir- which I don't think there's any respect in these words. The order to attack the cargo vessel was mine. If there's punishment to be given, it should be directed toward me and their commanding officer. Fives then says, General Sir, Captain Rex is attempting to take the blame for actions that were clearly mine. Then Fives, Rex is like, Fives! And then, uh, Fives continues, I Rex that- I request that his admission of guilt be denied and full blame placed upon me. And Krell's like, oh, do you? You willfully countermand my direct order and now you have the audacity to request who should bear the punishment of your insurrection. Let me be clear about the punishment for the treason treason committed by ARC Trooper 555 5555 55, and CT 5597. They will be court-martialed. They will be, guilty, be found guilty and they will be executed. Fought, uh, Krell specifically is—it's never about the Republic. It's about betrayal to him, which I find like this entire arc blind loyalty. Yeah, r- um, specifically with Dogma. Mm. I didn't—I didn't include a lot of my Dogma notes in my overall notes, uh, little note thing. Mm-hmm. But Dogma specifically the entire time, up until the very end. It's blindly following orders from Krell, because that is... He seems to be, like, as fresh off of the line as Tup. But Tup, Tup seems to have a bit more, like, free thinking than Dogma does. hmm Also, this is, like, the only time we see Dogma, because at the end of the uh, uh, arc, he gets put into Republic custody. Uh, so, yeah. So, Krell's like, make no mistake. For crossing me, you will pay the price. It's not about the Republic. It's about Krell. And this is... um. Yeah, so like Krell, uh, Rex tries to get Krell to reconsider court-martialing Fives and Jesse. Krell denies it, since their actions were a clear act of treachery and disregard for my command. But also, Krell isn't their commanding officer normally, and also he has been consistently over the past—I'm assuming couple days—putting their lives in danger. But okay,
0: yeah, I'm gonna rebuttal I'm gonna rebuttal this rebuttal with, me with, right with,
2: with with a strict military, um,
0: outp- uh, outlook on it. Yeah. It does not matter if you yeah. are not their full their full time commanding officer. As their as their commanding officer, you're supposed to listen. I'm not defending Palm Krell in any way. I know. <laughs> like no one likes him. No one. Um, but from a strictly military standpoint does not matter that is your commanding officer you listen to them yeah mm-hmm. um but i obviously i'm not really going to justify his actions
1: yeah supporting whatever authority structure is at that yeah. time yeah, whether like, you report to them normally or this is your first and only time that yeah.
2: is kind of like what Braxton, if I've talked about before like following orders honor and like um, supporting the system they fight for.
0: Well, I think that even kind of goes back to the first episode of Bad Batch when, right. um, uh, like, when Crosshair first does the betrayal scene in the hangar of Kamino and it's like, um, is that an order? Um, is there an uh, Oh, yeah. Hunter goes, is that an order? And Crosshair goes, yeah, I guess it is. And then Hunter goes, well, I guess I'm disobeying that one, too. Which, I guess, like, it's it's kind of odd that Crosshair is putting himself in a position of authority. I guess at that point he's considered a commander. I don't. Th- I don't think Hunter he was named knows com- that. I don't think he was commander at that point. So, te- out of all of them, uh, Hunter yeah. is highest commanding officer. Yes. So, I don't. I don't know why they did this. This funny little rank, uh, order, like onwards. order, order thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just that, that one thing just reminds me of that one scene.
2: Yeah. So, even then, with, like, Krell, it's just, like, if punishment isn't swift, their defiance may inspire others to follow slu- suit, which is interesting, because, s- first off, Slick's um, reasoning was not an earshot of anyone besides Rex, Cody, Anakin, and Obi-Wan, so no one else besides Rex and Cody of the clones heard Slick's reasoning. Mm-hmm. Besides, I think in, I, th- I think, besides the first quote I said, which I think was among his swad, but even... At that point, and they all considered Among him... Us? Tra- Among us? Among us. <laughs> Among his squad, they all tr- considered him a traitor at that point. So, anyway, there's... Corolla just wants to send a message that he's in charge and insubordination will not be tolerated. And then uh, there's another... <laughs> some clones are just defective and then i did the eyes emoji and like ooh, some clones are just defective aren't they oh
0: pong crow would have loved the bad bad oh would have adored
2: <laughs> them uh so like crow goes straight to execution after that because they don't have time apparently and rex makes rex gather the execution squad because apparently in in um battle krell has the op krell has the authority to to, to uh dole out punishment apparently that's a thing um, so, and then Rex says if, oh yeah, so, um, obviously, uh, they don't, Jess, Jesse and Fives don't die, they don't, Fives has this whole little speech, essentially, like, just rehashing everything he said before, like, we're, we're men, we're not numbers, this isn't how, no clone should go out like this, I think that's exactly what he says, I it's so obviously everyone on the fire, firing squad does not fire at them, T- uh, like, Tup is there, Jesse's, not Jesse Kix is there and I was, remember all I, was watching, I was like oh they're gonna make the medic kill his <laughs> brothers Niche. I was thinking to myself that's gotta be something against Kix's personal probably medical oath I'm gonna restate this again I've not watched the entirety of Clone Wars in, in a like, while
0: since met, like middle school mm-hmm. so.
1: and you only remember the bad arcs
0: I don't remember the bad arcs and obviously season uh, 7 because that came out two years ago yeah
1: the blue shadow virus uh, it's, <laughs> favorite, it's like COVID but with Jar Jar <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, so, and after that, when Dogma's like, what are you doing? We have orders! Rexus says, which is, um, if this is how soldiers are rewarded for heroic actions, then one day every man in this battalion may face a similar fate. And Fives does. Mmm, Fives does. Mmm. Mmm. So Krell then, like, he considered. Okay, so then obviously they go and try to arrest Krell. So Krell considers Rex and the Clones' attempt to arrest him for, frankly, treasonous behavior to be treason in and of itself a mutiny. And mm. then this is, like, the quote I said before. Uh, Rex saying, "I used to believe that being a good soldier meant doing everything they told you. That's how they engineered us. But we're not droids. We're not programmed. To being on screen when that's said. Um, and then you have to learn to make your own decisions. Which just that line destroys me. And then I didn't mention this, but at the very end of the episode, Re- uh, Rex and Fives are talking. They're like, w- after the war, what's going to happen to us? Mm. We know what happened after the war. Fives didn't even make it to the end of the war. Yeah, I, I think I really, <laughs> think it's really, I think
0: it's really top. interesting how the clones are kind of like." grandfathered out Yeah. Of um the the uh, army. Of yeah. the army, like yeah, they're there and then they're slowly like Slowly. Especially like we see that during the end of the Bad Batch. Like they're slowly moved out and then replaced with um like just map
2: arms, yeah. Yeah,
0: normal recruits and then you know like you of the arc troopers obviously with we see with Gregor like kind of turn into like um drill sergeants. Um yeah. but most of the time they're just kind of like Filtered out, and obviously we've seen Kenobi, the one homeless 501st clone, which I like. Oh my god, I could talk so much. I could talk.
2: Always oh, right. hurts my heart. I could talk like a half <sighs> an hour about how that was like, especially like since it was a 501st clone, that was and it was Obi Wan.
0: No, no, no. The fact that it was a 501st clone, which I mean, those were Vader's boys. Yeah. Those are the boys who stormed the Jedi Temple. Yeah. They should have be, you know, in, in normal circumstances, those would be honored as war heroes. Yeah.
1: Well, Navy seals almost. Yeah,
0: they're they're like no, those are like those are like your marine like your marine your marine veterans. And they are now homeless and begging for Credit. credits yeah, for food. Sense. Like, out of all the clones, the 504 should have been held to the highest regard because they had eliminated in the Imperial mind, mind's eye. That is the one who eliminated the Jedi threat. Yep. At its core, mm-hmm. though, you know those those are Lord Vader's boys, and they're they are Vader's fist. Yeah, and that they are discarded. Yeah, to the side, to be forgotten. Um, we're gonna go um, break. Yeah, on sure. break, a uh, quick break, and then we're gonna come back and
2: then you could finish up. Yes, sir. So we're right back, and we're back All after right. the little quick break. Yes, um, I realized I forgot to do the traitor betrayed thing. So let me really quick traitor clo- uh, for by traitor's clovis betrayed is padme i'm saying padme because she considered tr- uh clovis a friend and then the galactic army of the republic obviously The deserter cut is the traitor quotation marks he's not an actual traitor and the betrayed is the galactic army of the republic and then umbara the betrayer is pong krell and technically just five jesse fives in hard case because them going against krell's orders and the Betrayed is obviously the first, and then the Galactic Army of the Republic, and also technically, uh, uh, Kral was Betrayed. Um, so now we're on the, what I call <laughs> the, um, Temple bombing Arc slash the Ahsoka Manon Arc, because that's essentially what most of it is. So obviously the Betrayer, the Traitor is Barriss, but technically it's Ahsoka, because oh man, they, they are like on her that entire arc it's insane and the betrayed is Galactic Army of the Republic and also the Jedi Order and also I'm saying Ahsoka because ah- Ahsoka and Barriss seem to be best friends so uh, it starts out are they just best friends I know or This is also
1: lovers <laughs> also <laughs> the
2: arc this is also the point Scandalo. in time <laughs> after I had watched this the first time around I'd, in 2021 I think I or 2020 I had watched this the first time around in December I realized that Barriss Offie has hair <laughs> she
1: didn't realize
2: that, like, I didn't realize that uh, that thing, she, like the sort of feather thing at the, that was hair.
1: Yeah, the the Star Wars uh, hijab. hijab. I thought it was a
2: straight up hijab. I didn't realize she actually had hair back there.
1: No, yeah, I'm sure Luminara has hair. We just never see it either. Yeah, yeah I'm sure
2: it's just pulled up. Yeah, it's confusing me. Anyway, so
1: yeah.
2: I'm starting essentially like, okay, so Ahsoka does the whole. So Ahsoka is in, t- essentially interrogating letta. And she asked her the question, and then suddenly Lara's like, I'm dying. Anyway, so, she, and obviously, for some reason, in the recorder, that, by the way, the audio is it is c- c- coincidentally not working in it. Um,
1: And the camera is positioned a certain way. Yeah, the
2: qu- camera's positioned a certain way. It looks like Ahsoka's, like, choking her, as if no one's ever seen like, what a fo- four-stroke looks like. That's a problem, because, of course, they haven't. So, anyway, Ahsoka, after she, uh, after that, she gets arrested. Um, and Tarkin interrogates her he basically undermines Ahsoka and asks why Ahsoka couldn't sense this supposed to true murderer and that is because uh, it's the sort of thing with the Force where it's like, if you trust that person and we see that in Tales of the Jedi, the fact that um, with the whole surrounding uh, the training <laughs> with Ahsoka oh especially God. when wreck, I know I, I don't,
0: I'm a Jedi, not a miracle worker <laughs> <laughs>
2: When <laughs> Rex specifically is the one to stun Ahsoka, she didn't expect it because she trusts Rex explicitly. Like, she trusts Barris explicitly, so she does not sense Barris. So, of course, the recorder in the room doesn't has has have a working audio. Why would it? So this is, I believe, a conversation between... And then, of course, there's the whole thing with Ahsoka explain, uh, escaping. Where are the, all of the recorders in the prison? Where are the well, gar-
1: I, I was going to say, where are the guards in the prison, but they're all dead.
2: They, were all, they all got... Their butts kicked. Three three clones die. Most of the clones that are guards just get knocked out or like knocked on their butts.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So for for some reason, where are the recorders? They you can see like, I think actually the recorder. No, I don't think the recorders get shut down. I remember fo- I remember watching like the episode Fox sees Ahsoka escape, and no, he sees Ahsoka in the hallway, with all the clones unconscious around her, and her sabers. Are just right there. Mm-hmm. The fact that the key card was placed right in front of her and for some reason they think, oh, she broke, she tricked someone?
1: Yeah. Well, she him thought him it out. was Anakin. It's
2: thought it was Anakin. Anakin who couldn't get inside because they wouldn't let him inside. And I'm going to recount, like, the um recite the conversation between the two of them at the end of the first episode, the second episode of the
1: Pain. arc. <laughs> that was a
2: painful thing to watch, I dude. I the fall for something I didn't do. Yep. That was a painful thing. To I only rewatch. know that because you know how many edits people make of that one scene. <laughs> so mm. hurtful, it hurts me in my brain. Anyway, um, so yeah, Ahsoka escapes, and she's like escape, like full on. And the fact that Anakin has to tell everyone to put their stun on, they were just firing whole live blasters at her.
1: Yeah, yeah. P- live rounds.
2: Live like, rounds out like there. Like I s- it, it, Like, that's why I said. Like, the whole. Just a flip on their head. This was a commander of the Galactic Army Republic. And as soon as it seems that she has done this thing, they immediately flip their switches and go for killing. Well, them.
0: like, okay, now I'm going to. Once again, I'm going to yes. revert this back to Babash. Rebuttal. Me. I made, no, I'm not, I'm not going to rebuttal. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Oh, um, with how Crosshair, you know, with the chip in, like, he's like. Uh, he's, killing the batch like this is not even like that was influenced this is this isn't even chip influenced so messed up i'm trying to think did the batch like directly try to kill crosshair at any point Mm -hmm. i don't think i think maybe in the first episode they fired back yeah but that was uh, that was after he fired first
1: he shot first
0: he shot first um (laughs)
1: The Greedo mentality. Uh, uh,
2: I
0: can't. Besides, no. besides like turning, Especially besides turning being almost being able to turn to yeah. to bad batch fries, I can't think of any instance. Uh, yeah, I yeah. can't
1: think of anything other than like a self defense kind of thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they full heartedly said we don't like crosshair anymore. Let's kill him. Yeah, no, yeah,
2: kill him. Kill him. Why don't we just kill this dude <laughs> <laughs> anyway? So, the Ahsoka-Anakin conversation at the end of that second episode of the arc, um, it, it, it goes Ahsoka and then Anakin back and forth. So, Ahsoka says, "'You didn't even try to come and help me.'" Anakin tried. Uh, Anakin says, "'They wouldn't let me in to talk to you.'" "'You could have if you tried. How would that look, Ahsoka, huh? "'Forcing my way in would have made you look even more guilty.'" "'I'm not guilty. Then we have to prove you're innocent. The only way we can do that is by going back. I don't know who to trust.'" "'Listen, I would never let anyone hurt you, Ahsoka. Never.'" But you need to come back and make your case to the council. No, I'm not going to take the fall for something I didn't do. I'm ordering you to put down your lightsaber, because she had lost her longer lightsaber, she only had the show to one at this point, and come with me now. You can trust me. I do trust you. But you know as well as I do that no one else will believe me, Anakin. You ha- have to trust me now. Ahsoka, I do trust you. I know you do. Wish me luck. And the whole thing is that, like, Ahsoka is, like, 16 here. Well, the fact that she completely understands that, okay, they no longer see me as a Jedi. They see me as an enemy. Well, the the Republic seems to have this very,
0: um, guilty until proven innocent.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
2: Separatism to proven Republic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you, you are a traitor.
2: Until you prove yourself guilty. Yes. Uh, sorry, until you prove yourself as innocent. innocent. And then Ahsoka barely gets the chance to do that. Because mm-hmm. no one will just stop and talk to her and let her explain what's going on. Like, I, I say, let, I say, Ahsoka understands the situation, understands her position. She's only 16 when this happened. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, because she's 17 during the 17th? Yes, she's only 16. Or she might be 17 now. Also, just... She's just she's a, in her late teens. Fun fact. Ahsoka's rebel is six foot two.
0: Ahsoka's what? Six foot two in Rebels. What? She is six two.
2: Oh my humana, god! god. Big, big
0: woman. Rebels, no. Ahsoka. Anyway, it's so okay. Like, she's an adult, Sean. It's okay.
1: But, but she'll always be a girl in my eyes. <laughs> it's daddy's like... little girl. <laughs> she's one of my favorite characters. I, 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 I can't. I can't have an impure thought of her. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. So, then we have the uh, the fact that, like, when uh, Anakin and Rex are, like, following Ahsoka again to, like, capture her, the fact that they... I feel like they switched gears so quickly. It felt, like, so funky to me, but I guess for plot reasons, but, like, man... As Rex, specifically. Because we see Anakin being like, I trust you, Ahsoka. I know you didn't do this, but Rex never has that Yeah, moment. I'm
0: surprised that Rex don't have that. We he... also
2: never get to really sit with Rex, because, essentially, they are, like, best friends, and they're, like, in that last episode... Of, like, uh, season, episode 11, season 7, I'm just like, they are so sibling-coded. I'm watching that last they, year, like, and they are so sibling-coded. <laughs> it's so... Okay, okay, so yeah, like, Anakin, like, the entire base for the man on for Ahsoka, the entire base is searched. They're shooting and kill, not the sun, until Ahs- Anakin tells them to. And, like, when Leto was a suspect of the bonding, they don't treat her nearly as badly as H. Ahsoka. Mm. No. No. Well, I mean, Ahsoka's a Jedi, but still... It's weird. And also, like, why does the prison not have more recorders? What is up with this? So, anyway, we go to when she's been, uh, so, like, when they're going to go try the second manhunt to go and find her. When, so the council believes that Ahsoka may be guilty. Ahsoka thinks that her not, Ahsoka thinks her, oh, wait, no, sorry, that's Anakin thinks her not guilty of killing the clones in Lena, but he does not mention the bombing while he's talking about this, which is an important detail for me. Like they got everybody looking for her. They got the Course on Guard, they got the Wolf Pack, they got the Two Hundred Twelfth, they got the Five O first. They got everyone looking so, for so her. I just I just got an ad for yeah. So you know like the you know
0: the game that like pandemic? Yes. So there is now a Clone Wars that use Whoa. Uh, of the pa- uses the pandemic system. Do they Um there shoot. is and Sean will be happy. So they have like the little figurines. Um Luminara has her own figurine. Yeah,
1: we gotta get it.
0: <laughs> no we gotta get it. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pandemic uh, game system for Clone Wars. Okay. Oh, it kinda looks like um <laughs> What? Not not Stellaris, um uh, Empire at War. Oh. It looks like the Empire at War map.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, there was a note I didn't mention. Space here, risk. Is that <laughs> it's bit, yeah. This has become a military operation now, not a Jedi operation. So the Repu- the Galactic Army of the Republic does not request the Jedi's assistance with the manhunt. So the Jedi decide to just do it anyway. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Which uh-huh. is saying something.
1: The, the Republic in the Senate are very, very... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I'm
2: so mad about this at the Senate. Like, they got everybody looking forward. And Ahsoka is referred to as the rogue Jedi, not a traitor at this point. So the Senate, by the way, put a bounty on her head. Mm. As, they put a bounty on her head. Padme and Bale would never allow that. I have to assume that they are not there when this happens. Because Padme, would, Padme shows up in, like, the next episode or the episode after that. She would never allow that. So you would never allow that. You
0: couldn't. Even... Also, I would like to point out in mm-hmm. *Tales of the Jedi*, it was like Base Duku. Base <laughs> Duku was like we, when the that senator's like you serve the senate. He's like, no, we serve the people of this republic. Exactly.
2: Base. <laughs> base. Anyway. Continue. So like uh further on, like Ahsoka knows that the other Jedi don't see as one of them anymore. It's a matter of being seen as an ally, rather than as being seen as one of them. So Ahsoka trusting Barriss explicitly is, like I said before, why she doesn't see Barriss possibly betraying her, why she doesn't censor her in the Force, especially when, like, ba- like Ahsoka is fighting Ventress, quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that I think Barriss is shorter than Ventress, <laughs> which is just a funny deal. So I mean, like, girl, she's shorter. Come on. <laughs> no one in here looks at heights at all. Ahsoka's 6'2
0: in Revel
2: <laughs> I know she's 6'2, <laughs> but she's, like, 5-something here. Anyway, so, um... Here's a couple, uh, this is a conversation between Ahsoka and Ventress, but just, like, course, taken from that. Ahsoka says, I thought I was part of that order, the Jedi Order, but everyone except Anakin has abandoned me. Which I'm like, but Plo Koon. But your dad. But my dad. <laughs> but your dad. And Plo Koon is one of the two Jedi who are sent out to Anakin and Plo Koon. I'm sad we didn't get their, like, their little adventure, cause we don't see them interact all that much, of uh, them looking for Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka continues saying, I'm not holding out much hope, the Senate will treat me any better. And then Ventress says, my master abandoned me, and that's exactly what you did- what he did- wait. You- d- I think it's exactly what he- they did, he did to, to you. you. You and your precious Jedi Order. Yep. Or- Oh, no, 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 sorry. This is actually a line Ventress to Anakin. My master abandoned me, and that's exactly what you did to her. You and your precious Jedi Order. Her being Ahsoka. So, I- Pa- in the in the court scene Palpatine goes to separatist scheme angle they refuse to get off of that angle but obviously it is not necessarily separatist scheme it is a ses scheme and even then like barris isn't collaborating i think with anyone at that point so saying it might be to rip apart the jedi and the republic apart so and then barris says this is after anakin figures out as barris they have that cool fight scene i do that fight scene so good and so, bear, this is uh, Barris to Anakin. He, I think it's in her room. She says, I've learned that trust is overrated. The only thing the Jedi Council believes in is violence. And then, this is um, her um, her speech in the courtroom. I did it because I've come to realize, what well, many people in the Republic have come to realize, that the Jedi are the ones responsible for this war. Eh. Uh, that we've lost... that we've so lost our way that we have become villains in this conflict, that we are the ones that should be put on trial, all of us. And my attack on the Temple was an attack on what the Jedi have become, an army fighting for the dark side, fallen from the light that we once held so dear. The Republic is failing. It's only a matter of time. I don't think that the Jedi are the ones that are responsible for the war. I think think they're responsible for for continuing it and perpetuating it. Yeah, I was going to say they're responsible. It is is directly the Sith's fault for the war. Mm
1: -hmm. Directly.
2: But she doesn't know that. No one knows that. Yeah, here.
1: no one knows the people who brought this is obviously to power.
2: just looking at what she sees. This is what Barris sees, and she has a point. Mm-hmm. Everyone she's in here an icon, has she's kind of. She's
1: a legend, of, and she is the moment. Everyone
2: in here has a point except for Clovis and Pongkrel. That's it. True. <laughs> so uh, also, there's like as soon as Ahsoka is freed of her crimes, and like they're like, oh, she's um, she's uh. You could come back to the order now. Come back to the order now. He'll turn from. i <laughs> Kiari Monday and that horn guy. I don't know who that is, but he's also like one of the three Jedi in the council who directly goes like, we can't trust Ahsoka. Very she-
0: similar... To um, hey Crosshair, you hey, can crosshair. come back now. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> Which I guess.
1: Uh, I, I know we totally assassinated your character, you, and we made you feel really bad. But you
2: can come right. back if
1: you really want to. <laughs> and then I have the yeah. so we're good. all we're all a big family. The,
0: the Marauders, right? It's like when you it's like when you work at a place that calls like like we're just like family.
1: Oh, oh no 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 no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs>
0: Like Marauders, right there. You want your bunks ready? <laughs>
1: Yeah, matching T-shirts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like it's like when you go to Disney and like like it's like your family uh, and your family all has matching T-shirts
2: except you. Oh, uh, <sighs> that didn't happen. I wore matching T-shirts with my family. Aww, cute. Anyway, so I had the conversation the conversation between Ahsoka and Anakin, the last one they have before season seven. So Ahsoka says, "The council didn't trust me, so how can I trust myself?" Anakin then says, "What about me? I believe in you. I stood by you." I know you believe in me, Anakin. I'm grateful for that. But this isn't about you. I can't stay here any longer. Not now. Jedi Order is your life. You can't just throw it away like this. Ahsoka, you are making a mistake. Maybe. But I have to sort this out on my own, without the Council, and without you. I understand. More than you realize. I understand wanting to walk away from the Order. I know. Worst it's, kept secret in the entire
0: Galactic Army of the Republic. It's actually that's actually a really interesting like line. I watched a TikTok on it, but like I was also feeling as I had about it. It's a really good line from like a religious standpoint yeah. of like walking away from your religion. A cult.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's
0: what the Jedi order is. It is a cult. It's every organized religion is a cult in my opinion. I know. <laughs> um but like from a like from a religious standpoint, that's actually really interesting. Like being able to walk away from the greater like collective of your religion, yeah. And finding like Very. finding your religion Her and on Dooku, your own.
2: Yeah, that is why they chose Duku to correspond with Ahsoka and Tales of the Jedi because they both did the same thing. They mm. both walked away from the Order. Uh, yeah, just for different d- reasons, but they d- both walked away from the Completely
1: different order. context, but like
2: yes, that's what but like Duku Duku had a
0: point. He yeah. like he he was leaving it's the Order because he felt like the Order wasn't doing what it was supposed to. Which it's was not what he signed was... up for. Yeah, it was you know he was there to protect. He didn't get to sign up for it.
1: You know what I mean. He, he
0: like he was there to protect people and he was there to protect innocent people from corrupt leaders. Yeah. And that's what that wasn't what the the order was doing. It was no. backing these corrupt leaders and hurting people, hurting more people than it was um saving them. Yeah.
2: So the chip arc. <laughs> oh, the chip arc. Oh the chip arc. So obviously I take from the This just just a lot of stuff felt like the chip generally, like Tup they don't treat Tup as badly because they see it as a problem of a virus or a poison or something like So before Tup does the bad, Tup says that he doesn't feel like himself, and he is very visibly, like, grabbing at his head like he has a headache. And then suddenly, like, when he says that, he says, Jedi in the most sinister voice I've ever heard from D. Bradley Baker. I had a shiver. Uh, so we see what, like, wreck Wreckership activates because it has continuous head trauma, but we don't know what's wrong with Tup. Later on, Palpatine... Rationalize it as he he and Fives picks up this virus from Ringo because there's also this period of time where Fives where uh Tub is missing five cycles five days we don't know what happened so I have to assume that at some point during those five days he hit he his head I don't know yeah he's continuing missing putting it yeah so he then he says good shoulders follow orders and I went ah it's the line he did it he did a line so this action referring to Tupp's execution of tiplar this is i believe trench yes it's a tr- conversation between trench admiral trench and dooku this action Tup's execution of tiplar is unlike anything i have witnessed in their behavior as soldiers and then dooku says so there is a traitor in their midst it's rare but such things have rep- been reported in the past not a traitor this was different it seemed yes admiral seemed as if the clone could not help himself, as if he was entranced. And and then Tup repeating, like, good soldiers follow orders, it's following up that trance thing, and then fact a Palpatine calls Order 66 programming. Going back to, we are not programmed. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. So the whole thing with specifically Tup, we don't see this record later on, is that the chip kind of comes with a memory wipe. Like, Tup does not remember what he did Mm -hmm. at all. It could be trauma-induced, but it could also be that the chip has essentially gone bad, literally gone bad, like it has rotted for some reason. We don't know why. They never give us an explanation for that.
0: Well, the
2: fact that it goes off in the first place. Goes off in the first place. They never give us an explanation for why that happens, and I wish we we had an explanation. So Kix calls it combat-related stress in a breakdown, but the clones are apparently designed to withstand stress, according to Rex. Mm. Interesting, um, dina- interesting to talk about. So, um, yeah, so also they kind of be like, it must be a separatist thing. It's like, they're so because on the separatists separatist that they can't look inwards towards anything.
0: Yeah, that seems to be, a, like, a common... It is
2: a common theme. is uh, like, like, deflecting the blame. Yes. hmm So, yeah, and then they, like, talk about Tup, like, th- this is Nala Se and Shakti, who consistently people are, like, clones are, like, Shakti, she helps clones. She also refers to, essentially refers to Tup, like, an object, a product. It is disgusting. Mm. So the chip is seen as a tumor, a natural, not meant to be there, and yet it was there from nearly the beginning of Tuff's life. I think it was, like, the third cycle? A third, like, sort of thing uh, of embryo mm-hmm. that they put in the chip, but it's been there and still is seen as a natural, a tumor. I also love AZ, because this is when we first got introduced to AZ here. AZ is considered effective for technically following its programming, which was to... Um, save the patient, which is what Fives convinces him to do, but Nala say, uh, th- it goes against Nala say's orders, like, Jesse and Fives and Krell, um, so, and then, oh my god, um, just Tup's, Tup and Fives conversation before, uh, Tup dies, <laughs> Tup's like, I'm free, the mission, free, and Fives is like, what mission? You know the one, the, the mission, the one in our dreams, that never ends, the one in our dreams, oh brother, this is the end, forget the mission, oh, the Nightmare, I'm free, which is sort of like a tragic moment of this is all they have, and this is all Crosshair has. The mission to 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 serve the Galactic Republic and then the Empire. Mm-hmm. That's all they got. And, of course, Crosshair can't separate himself from that like his brothers can, because for some... Re- I'm also going to get to the point where... Um, actually, I'm going to get to the point in a minute. So, like, five is meant to be mind wiped, and then reassigned to Camino, a tentation detail. And like, all the other clones are like, just chill with that. No one objects to anything. So, which is why I wrote down, which means that the Caminoans have the capability to mess with the clone's mind and memories. I emoji Crosshair? Hmm. Hmm. Because we see I, in the first episode how they, like, or as soon as they, like, do this electrical thing to his mind, well, aggravating in the ship.
0: Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. It is very possible that it could be brought up as a plot point in Season 2 because Nala stays still alive, but I, I'm going to say this, I don't feel like they're doing it because they're kind of getting rid of the chip as a catch all Yeah. So I don't think they're going to be like, oh, they- I think this is purely from a- But there's also post-Fives taking out his chip.
2: Yeah. The fact that they have the capability to mind wipe you, and then- well, the Could fact it? the fact that like so, crosshair's chip was seemed to be the only one that was at least semi working. Yeah, which was interesting. Why crosshair, especially since Hunter seems the closest to a reg. Mm. And why was Echoes obviously wasn't working because the separatist. Messes. I think uh, I think they just chose the dark and broody one. Yeah, it would have been so interesting to have Hunter because yeah. he's the leader we, yeah that would have been interesting but you know this is disney it's and disney. star wars they're dumb anyway so yeah here's the whole jedi inspired free thinking thing which i think was lama Sue, and i talking to each other um yeah so the uh then fives is like after he does the whole thing they go back to coruscant they allow him to go to coruscant and talk with the pa- palpatine like he's like all for this like of course yes you can tell palpatine yourself and then the whole thing is see, Palpatine makes everyone leave besides Fives himself and a couple of a Coruscant clones, and then and then for some reason, uh, he says something to Fives, and Fives is just like, "I gotta kill this man right now." And then it's like you know he's assassinating
0: the Chancellor. He's assassinating
2: the Chancellor. So Fives is hunted similarly to Ahsoka, but you n- I don't you can never see a chance of redemption for Fives, because what is he? Just a soldier. Just a product. Dead, <laughs>
1: expendable.
2: Expendable. They can make several more of him. Yeah, and I think you know,
0: obviously the Empire sees the same
2: way with Crosshair. Like they're eventually mm-hmm.
0: gonna just kick him to the curb. He's the only reason he's there is because he's somewhat proving his usefulness now. I mean, they were gonna kill him anyway. They're like, yeah. oh, I guess it doesn't matter. He's, doesn't matter. But like I said, the only reason Crosshair is still even with the Empire is because he's needed. He feels needed. It is the inherent need to be feel needed as any soldier does. Especially in this case when you are liter- when you are quite literally born and bred for battle. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: you know, and that's all you know is that you need a feel needed, of course. All by right. by this industrial complex. And I I can see where like if we're going by republic, like the very washed yeah, the Republic washed clone wars, where it's like, you know, crosshair, yeah, you're the traitor, bro. Like you you know, we're supposed to be, but you betrayed us. Yeah. But speaking from a strictly um, I guess, I don't want to say pseudo-psychological point, but, some, but from a psychological point, like I said, for, uh, between community and family, I feel like, but we see it in Clone Wars, like, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's community or family. If you show any inkling of betraying that community or family, it's game over for you. And I guess it's the same way for chip crosshair, but I feel like chip crosshair, uh, sorry, non-chip crosshair differs from that. Simply because he is able to give them the chance. He's like, no what, you guys aren't bad. You guys are my family. And even though you left me, I'm, you're, I'm still going to give you this time to be with me. Right. Because you guys are my brothers. So I, th- I feel like Crosshair is inherently different from the
2: Gar mentality because sure. of that. I'm going to pick this up a bit. So when I mentioned the hunting thing, that was when they first hunt him in Camino, not Coruscant. Uh, anyway, so like Nasaidh blames the Jedi for the inhibitor chip specifically Cyphodius, which makes sense because it's all palpatine's funny little plan mm-hmm. and still no still no one mentions what ha, why um what caused the malfunction i want to know so also re- removal of five's chip m- makes them a threat shock t and lsa both call five's property they talk about like whose property is Ka- camino's or the republic's can property be a traitor uh, And then, yep, that's a great question. And then Shakti says it is not a matter of belief Fives is simply the right thing to do when uh, she allows him to go to Coruscant with uh, the chips. And the whole thing is like, it's another case of I'm being framed like Ahsoka. There's so many parallels to Ahsoka Manhunt here. The fact that he goes down into the depths of Coruscant. The fact that he goes to a warehouse to wait for Rex and Anakin. The fact that there was a moment where he dives through closing doors and it, he dives through exactly like Ahsoka does. Mm. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Because I just watched those episodes before I watched these. Like the fact that yeah, yeah. So here is a quote from Vibes. He says, "I was framed because I know the truth. The truth about a plot, a major deception, and like to give Anakin Rex credits." Vibes sounds incredibly crazy. He has a good he has a good reason for being paranoid, but he just is not able to get that reason out. In a way that makes them believe him, especially mm-hmm. you since you know we know that we don't really see a lot of Anakin and Palpatine's interactions and how they have a father father son relationship, but like Anakin trusts Palpatine so yeah. much, so like of course he's not really gonna believe Fives. No, and the whole thing is Fives ends up dead for trying to protect himself when the on Guard comes in, points their blasters at him, and uh, uh, trying to protect himself and his brothers, trying to get the truth out. And here is um, some more question five. He says, I never meant to. I only want to do my duty. Kind of bringing it back to the deserter and mm. how, like, what his duty is and to, um, bah, 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 and to uh, the umbar arc. And then his f- last dying words are the mission, the nightmares, finally over. A direct parallel to Tup's final words. Mm. That's all I have. The whole thing with it is that like you just see like just the infection I'm gonna call it an infection of these anti separatist sort of propaganda that the Republic is putting on and how that infects how everyone sees anyone who goes against them. Uh, I, I could not like Krell because for so I hate how he turns out to be like a and like how he's like, I'm going to work for Duke. I'm like, Why can't you just be a jerk? I hated that twist for Krell. I hate how I, oh, okay, of course, a Force user turns out to go to the dark side. Why does he have to be, like, gunning for Dooku? Why can't he just be a, a badly turned Jedi? But anyway, um, that was just my problem, free watching a twice. I thought hard about that. So the whole thing is that there's this infection of anti-separatist propaganda. We see that also in Bad Batch with Echo not wanting to help a separatist, obviously. singh and then, we, not necessarily because now the separatists have been thrown out, f- in the case, for the Empire. So now it's an anti-Empire propaganda Well, I, think, propaganda I think it's this whole thing of,
0: fine like, this whole bleeding of uh, Republic propaganda now bleeding into post that And, yeah. you know, that when defending the Republic's old, you know, yeah. you can't really do much about it. We have a minute left. We do. So we're going to wrap up. Let's wrap up. I would have loved to have a more in depth conversation. We did two hours of this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, um, so thank you for listening to 90.3 WMC Upper Montclair with Fan Affair with Sam and Midge
1: and Sean. Um, so if
0: you want to check out the backlog, if you missed this episode, uh, this is a deep dive media show. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify and Google Podcasts at F A N D O M F A R E. And if you want to see our socials on TikToks, we do the funnies. We do the funnies. And Twitter's, uh, Twitter's, we put up when we're going on. That is F A N D O M F A R E. We and also put up on
2: Instagram, which is fandom underscore fair. So F A N D O M underscore F A R E. I swear to God, I tried to get the fandom fair just by itself. I, it just I, won't I, let me. I know. Um, anyways, so brush your teeth. Clean the sheets.
1: Touch some grass. Uh, take, maybe. Uh,
2: take
0: a shower, you little stinky. you stinky. Uh, eat, uh, eat some food. Drink, drink, water. drink some more water. We love you, and have a most beautiful day. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Goodbye.